Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. in my direction. Here we are tonight, Solo in the City. Is Solo in the City in Toronto coming to you? And you know what? It's all about spreading the love, and we're spreading it as much as we can. For those of you who don't know, I've been in Toronto coaching somebody from uh, the TV world and uh, I came down to do that yesterday and it was a lot of fun and uh, very exciting as well because this is a woman who is 63 and was ready to get back out into the dating world and um, as her love coach uh, I've been able to do that. And what's really exciting now is I'm going to be working with somebody here in Toronto who's an associate, Carmelia Ray, who you might have heard on my show in the past. And we're going to be matching Dana up. So stick around and follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, and if you want, also on Instagram, because you'll be able to follow Dana's story as well as other stories of people who were successfully matching up and more importantly, supporting on the journey as you get out there and try and find that soulmate. But as you know, I'm always about finding yourself first, and that's where Soul in the City really stems from, finding yourself and that self-love. Now, every week I go into the inbox and I pull out a letter from somebody, and I always say it's a letter because I'm old-fashioned and I keep being told it's an email, but... I like to think of it as a letter. And it's from a person who wrote in under their pen name from their online profile. And he said this, I am a 45-year-old man, fairly attractive, smart, and have what many say is a great sense of humor. I have a lot to offer a woman and really do desire a committed relationship. I am online, yet don't seem to have much success, wondering if you can help guide me as to what I might be doing wrong. And he signed it, his pen name, Sergeant216. And I'm not going to say what site he's on. So... As somebody who works with people online and some of my matchmaking is done online, I want to say this. First of all, the name. Name is very, very important when you're building your online profile. You want something that describes you, that gives people an insight into who you are. You want it to be fun and flirty because that's part of that whole chemistry thing where you can play with somebody as you do it. So Sergeant, for a lot of women, might give off the impression of control, that you need to be at the head of the couple. So you might want to reconsider the name. Then the pictures. I can tell you I looked at your profile, as I do a lot of people, and what I want to say to everybody, if you are got your online profile, don't put on too many pictures. Bring it down to two, maybe three, and keep it about you. One great headshot, one full body shot. Keep other people out because then people don't really know who they're looking at and make sure that they're seeing who you are through those shots. So that full body shot could be something that's really fun, showing you if you love tennis, show a tennis shot. The other thing is tell your story, be creative, you know, not just I have a great sense of humor, I'm smart, I want somebody who's trustworthy. We all know those things because we want those things for ourselves. Tell your story, something that is really relevant about who you are, the things that you love to do, your 
favorite superhero when you were young if you want to. So think of it as being your real first step into that person's front door and give them the best you you can. And the last thing is be proactive. Now, I know a lot of the men, you reach out, but also for women, I'm saying this, you can also be proactive. Don't just wait for somebody to reach out to you. Reach out to them too. Now, next is dating news. You know, I always like to share things that are going on in the dating world. And because this show today is about food, sex, and you, Yes, it's about food, sex, and you, because not only is that the title, but it's also the title of the book that was penned by Stacey Gorlicki. And I'm going to introduce her, but first I want to talk about some dating sites that are about, f- they are for foodies. So one of them is called Same Plate. And what you do on this dating site is you post photos of yourself and also photos of the foods that you like. And that's supposed to give you and the partner that might be checking you out an insight as to where to take you for dinner. So that's one. Another one that is out is called Burrito. And this is about how you match up through mutual friends who like the same things in their burritos that you do, and they think that you can choose your compatibility, whether you like sour cream or cheese or guacamole. I don't know how that one is. Um, Veggie date is for vegetarians and vegans. And then, yep, there's even gluten-free singles. And actually, I did a show with the, the two women who started gluten-free singles, and you can check that out on Soul in the City if you missed it. Anyway, that's kind of when you think about falling in love or taking that first bite of love. Well, here are some sites that you can do just that. Now, let's get right into the show here tonight on Solo in the City on CJAD. I want to introduce to you Stacy Gorlicki. She is the author of Food, Sex, and You. She also hosted the TV show Mind Matters, and she is a registered psychotherapist. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you oh, here, Stacy. And this is a show I wanted to do for a while. And I want to say right off the bat that this show is, you know, it's not about the first thing that people think about, you know, the oysters, right? It really comes from understanding what food means to you and your body image and how we present ourselves based on that as well, right? Absolutely. I mean, food can mean a lot to a lot of people, culturally, spiritually, we can abuse it, we can undereat, we can overeat, and we can emotionally eat. So when I talk about food in my book, I talk about it in a lot of different ways that we can use food and how we feel about ourselves after we've eaten certain foods, after we've overeaten, undereaten, and even control food. And and controlling food sometimes is something that's very difficult. And and your book was based on your own story of having certain challenges when it came to food and body image, right? Yes, I've had in the past um, an eating disorder, which I recovered from. And I decided to write the book to help other people to get through those challenges as well. So I suffered uh, an eating disorder for many, many years. And I realized that um, journaling through my eating disorder, I had a lot of pages and I and I wanted to write a book about it. And uh, I suffered quite a bit and I realized there was a lot of other people dealing with the same thing. And when I became a psychotherapist, I heard a lot of stories of people suffering and I thought, wow, there's a lot of people dealing with the same 
things that I'm dealing with, but there's nothing written on it. Well, we're going to get more into that and also look at the way it can affect our libido and our relationship world because self-body image does play a very active role in how we choose to enter into our relationships and our sexual relationships. We're going to talk more about that with Stacy coming up here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back. I'm Cheryl, your certified love coach and your matchmaker. You know, you can always reach me, 844-744-SOLO. I'm available to you on that number 24-7, and I always get back to you within 24 hours. Don't forget, if you register on Solo in the City for date night out this week, we will be drawing a dinner, or actually, I should say, a certificate for Cantor's Bakery, where you can create your own solo Sunday brunch for a bunch of friends. If you registered for that, stick around. You might just be the winner. And next week, we're going to be giving away Tavern on the Square dinner for two. I am joined today in studio... As we talk about food, sex, and you, by the author of that book, Stacey Grilicki, who's still with us in studio, as well tonight I'm going to introduce to you Zoltan Sabo. He is a sommelier here in Toronto, and uh, we're going to really talk more about how food plays into our relationship world, but really about how it affects us and our mental being and our physical being. And not so much, and I know everybody wants to listen and talk, and it was playful today on Facebook because a lot of people were writing in about, you know, the premonition that oysters are the aphrodisiac, and, you know, there's certain foods that speed up your libido and, and, you know, tantalize you more on a mental note and a physical note. But we were talking about that, right, we Stacey? Yeah, yeah, we were. And you were saying not so much, right? Well, I mean, there there's foods that they say are proven to be aphrodisiacs. Right. But if I'm sitting beside somebody I'm not attracted to, I don't know that it's going to speed up my libido. Right? I no, mean, I, I yeah. don't think so. What do you, what do you think about that, uh, Zoltan? I 100% agree. Actually, I, I, I also, you know, overheard, obviously, I listened to the conversation before. You know, I cannot disagree with Stacy. Obviously, she has done years of research, you know, over this matter. But then I can, you know, um, um, come up with certain anecdotal evidence, for a lack of a better terminology. I'm in a business of serving food and wine, as a matter of fact. But I think that some of these, some of these, you know, glorified, you know, food items that are considered aphrodisiacs 
they don't really work. I mean, I had a couple of dozens of oysters before I came onto your show. <laughs> all, all the respect, and actually, that's not even a joke. It was across the street at the fifth, actually. And at one point, I ate 70 of them, 7-0, and, uh, you know, very well-known chef Chris McDonald could attest to that. But I functioned exactly the same way as I would have done without eating them. However, saying that, I have also done a little bit of research over the matter, you know, on my own. And there are certain, you know, elements present in, you know, certain foods that do indeed, you know, increase, you know, libido, not to contradict myself or contradict you, uh, Stacey, but, you know, certain food items obviously increase blood flow, which I think it's absolutely crucial when it comes to... yeah, <laughs> sealing the deal. <laughs> sealing the deal. Let's let let's and, let's and call it sealing the deal right now. The same goes with you know alcoholic beverages, you know, including wine, especially wine. But I'm also saying that you know uh, consumption when it comes to in moderation and within the boundaries of normality. Obviously, you know, one or two gla- glasses may increase. You know, uh, this sort of. I was excluding the alcohol. I I was excluding the alcohol. Because, and the alcohol, well, the alcohol is two things. Because, again, we're going to get back to body image. Yeah. Okay. So, for instance, alcohol has a very high calorie intake and it bloats you, right? So, what you were saying earlier is a lot of our sexual desire Mm -hmm. or non desire comes from, you know, our self esteem and the body image how we feel about and how we feel about ourselves right so when you are drinking a lot of alcohol or you are overeating then you start to feel bad right about, well, I think or you alcohol, can feel bad alcohol you are no longer in the same frame of mind right right so your inhibitions are completely different when you're drinking obviously so i think alcohol aside from regular food if we were saying at, at dinner if you're eating healthy you feel good right if you're eating junk all the time, you don't feel good. And eventually that carries down to self-esteem and how you feel about your body eventually. So I think if you're if you're eating well and you're exercising and you're in moderation, and of course wine and alcohol in moderation is as part of a meal, of course, that you're going to feel good and you're going to feel a little bit loosened up, right? Of course. Um, but I believe that um, scent, we were saying scent, things that smell good, like ylang ylang or sandalwood, those things, I think, have a huge aphrodisiac effect. Colognes. Musty smells. Right. Those things can really heighten a person's aphrodisiac. So, so Zoltan, what do you think when it comes to food, based on what Stacy was just saying, what foods do you think are seductive to people? I I ultimately think that it it does come down to the personal taste. I I, I have to say, just like with, you know, wine, I keep referring to wine. I mean, I I am a sommelier indeed, but, you know, I mean, the regular, you know, uh, foods pop to mind, you know, such were mentioned already, you know, oysters and, you know, strawberries and chocolate and all kinds of, uh, you know, other things that, you know, have uh, plenty of uh, antioxidants and, you know, minerals and amino acids and all kinds of other, uh, you know, e- even certain fats, actually, uh, that um, increase blood flow, as we said uh, earlier. But uh, 
you know, it also comes down to the to the circumstance. So, so the thing is, so yeah. sometimes it's consumption, but yeah. sometimes it's. I, I fully agree <laughs> with what he's saying. Listen, if I'm with my partner, and he's dripping chocolate on me, and we're That's having right. a glass so, of wine, it sounds great, right? That could be an an aphrodisiac right there. That's right. And that could be definitely something that sounds amazing. But if I'm eating it alone and I'm sad, it's definitely not going to do that. <laughs> That's right. That, it's right? Like, actually, so it's <laughs> right. kind of like the Bridget Jones yeah. diary right. yeah. versus <laughs> nine and a half weeks. So exactly. Bridget Jones yeah. diary, if, if you have seen the movie, she's right. sitting there eating ice cream all the time, crying in it. And nine and a half weeks... The movie that was with Mickey Rourke and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Kim Basinger, yeah. that yeah. was honey dripping right. down. Right. It's, it's, exactly. also, it's also the act of eating and feeding each other. It's a nurturing thing. That's exactly. a big thing on a date, I think, if you like the person across from and, you. And the company that you have with you. So just to, to tell you tell you that Marnie Grunman is here, who's also an author, <laughs> and she she was out for dinner with us, and she loved this whole topic, and she's the one you just heard pipe in there. <laughs> she just joined the conversation, so welcome to Solo in the City, Marnie. We are talking about Food, Sex, and You, because it is the book that Stacy wrote, and it's not always just about what we eat and what we can play with and what we can smell and what we can see. It's also what we put into our body. And that, to me, is a very important part of tonight's show. And uh, I did throw it out there on social media, by the way, today, as I always do. And I asked people about, did they think, for instance, oysters on a first date was too suggestive? And a couple people wrote in, and one of them was Dan, and he said, only if you're eating them naked in a bathtub. But then again, that would already be a heck of a first date. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> and before I say anything else, I want to tell you that today on social media, when I asked that question, every single answer, and there were a lot of answers, they really all came from men. So, obviously, I know how to get guys talking. It's talking about sexy food. And we're going to keep doing that here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. And coming up also, more Cupid's Table, more talk, and date night out. And the gift certificate to Cantor's Bakery for your Solo in the City brunch here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. What you really like Baby, I can take my time We don't ever have to fight Just take it step by step I can see it in your eyes Cause they never tell me lies I can feel that body shake And the heat between your legs You've been scared of love And what it did to you This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are here in Toronto, Solo in the City. I'm Cheryl, your love coach and your matchmaker. Remember, 844-744-SOLO. We are having fun tonight talking about food, sex, 
and you. And in studio with me is the author of the book, as I said, Stacy Gorlicki, as well as Sultan Sibo. He is joining us tonight. He is a sommelier here in Toronto, actually like the sommelier here in Toronto. <laughs> and... Uh, by the way, we are on Facebook from Toronto and Carmelia Ray, my associate and fellow matchmaker and love coach, is holding on to that Facebook for you tonight and sending me all your messages. So let's talk, okay? How does food fit into our relationship world? We know we've we've talked about how it fits into our world and how we feel about ourselves. But when it comes to two of us, how does that fit, Stacy? Food is pleasure. Like, I knew you were going to say so that. Much pleasure without food, life isn't the same. I I look forward to my meals, to enjoying my meals. So in relationship, going out for dinner, like you were saying before, Zoltan, it's it's important to enjoy our meals, to sit down and and have every bite and enjoy and have mindful eating. I think that's important. The same way it's important for us to enjoy our sex life, it's important for us to enjoy our food. So in relationship, it comes together. And the other thing is, and and this is how I always look at it, and, and I did this with my children, by the way. My children grew up where we sat down every night to a candlelit dinner and a three-course meal. And the reason I did that was it made us take the time. It slowed us down. And then we were able to have conversation. And you know how kids like to eat fast and then just jet off from the table. They were stuck there for 45 minutes until I served all three courses. Same thing for couples. You know, if you take the time to sit there and have that meal, candles, no candles, then you also share a time where you can come together and have a conversation. That is a great point as well as communicating, but also nourishing our body and digesting. So if we're able to digest and nourish our body and give our body the self-love when we're eating, because there's so much stress in life and a lot of people have heartburn, digestive problems, and food comes back up. And if we can just sit and eat our meal and mindfully eat with our loved ones, with our friends, it's really important to know how important it is to digest our food, eat, and have a good conversation. So there it is. It's from the inside out. And, right. and it, sitting down and having that relationship with each other and even cooking together. How, how do you feel about that, Zoltan? Like taking the time to prepare something together, to choose the wine together, to have a conversation about that. Very, very important in my view, you know, halfway the the battle. Uh, but, you know, I, I just want to make a, make a little point here, like, you know, when it comes to a family scenario and dating, I think we're talking completely different things. Like what I mean when it comes to dating, you know, I, I divorced a few years back and I just started dating actually. And I have to agree with Stacy yet again, there has to be a fit, fit. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's exactly the term when it comes to what we like and what we eat. And, you know, I, I, I took a lady on a date not that long ago, actually. You know, I love to eat. I like oysters, as I say, you know, juicy steaks. I like to drink. 
not going to deny it. No, we to, <laughs> I would assume we, so, being we, a sommelier. We, 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 we went to a beautiful restaurant. We sat down and everything. And, you know, she told me that, you know what, I don't eat meat and I don't drink the alcohol. Well, is, so and then, that's... I mean, that could be a killjoy. That was, a, that was a, uh, you know, a, a first date. Like I was attempting at least to, you know, to date and everything else. There, there has to be, you know, a match, a pairing, a symbiosis of some sort. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm coming with, you know, from, from a background of at least trying to give you practical, uh, you know, examples here and everything else. But it's very important that we get along also when it comes to what we like when it comes to food. It happens that I like food, good, clean, sustainable food. I like alcohol you know, to, to, to a certain ex, uh, extent, and I would expect, you know, my partner also to like those, you know, food items and, you know, wines or whatnot that I like in the same way. Well, it's interesting because we, we talked about that a little bit as well, right? So we are talking about food, sex, and you here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800 in studio with Zoltan and with Stacy, And... Um, we talked a little bit about how a lot of men do want a woman who's not afraid right. to eat a good meal. But at the same time, there are certain women and men, because it can go both ways here, right, that do have certain restrictions and are, are struggling with either something that's medical or something that's emotional, right? Absolutely. I think we have to respect our partner and where they're at and understand that I that also we don't have the same metabolism all the right. way through hormonally as we get older. I really do I like know that. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do like what you said though about Zoltan about you know, matching yourself up with somebody if I eat meat and she doesn't eat meat or if I drink and she doesn't drink, how am I going to have a good time? enjoying my meals with that you, person you tell me. that make that that does make a lot of sense but what you're saying now also is a great point because men want to take a woman out on a date and they don't want her to just order a salad but in my practice I deal with a lot of women who are terrified to eat because mm -hmm. they're afraid to get fat and it's a cultural thing that something happened a trauma that happened to them when they were younger and eventually they will work through it because they're going through something. So it's hard for some of us to understand. Oh, 100%. 100%. But I, I, I do want to comment on what Zoltan was saying. I understand that, you know, going out on a date and having somebody who is completely on the other end of the spectrum. But I think there's also a connection between enjoying food. So for instance, I don't eat meat, but I can go out with somebody, or very often, but I can go out with you and still enjoy a great meal. I'm going to find other things on the menu, and I'm going to watch and enjoy you enjoying and really salivating over your dinner as well, right? So, I, But I do think there's a big difference between, let's say, um, somebody who doesn't eat red meat and, and somebody who does versus alcohol. Because I do think that wine and, uh, is something, for instance, you really do want to share 
and enjoy with something. And I know that I've gone out on dates in the past where the other person didn't drink, and then you feel you can't share that. And then it's an uncomfortable thing. But we all go through different cycles in life. Sometimes I don't drink. Sometimes I have a drink. Sometimes I eat meat. Sometimes I don't eat meat, right? So we just have to, if we love somebody, we accept them for who they are and where they're at. And if they can still, like you said, enjoy food and enjoy a meal, then the conversation is really what pulls you together as long as you're enjoying the meal and digesting the food. It's the love of food and the joy of food that is also the, the, the connection and and leads to that very yeah. sexy right. feeling about it. I live with two vegetarians. It. I mean, they're family members, but I live with two vegetarians. And we just eat different meals. And it, But obviously, if my partner was vegetarian, it might be very different. So it, it comes down to me that I, or for me, that to me, what I was really getting at in, in this particular point was the act of sitting down right. and taking the time. It's good for the relationship. It's good for the conversation. And it's good for the body. Right. Right? It's a winner on all levels. We are going to be coming up to date night out and finding out who won the certificate to Cantor's Bakery Create Your Own Solo Sunday Brunch. I'm going to be giving that away very soon here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. We are here in Toronto talking about food, sex, and you with Stacey Gorlicki as well as Zoltan Sebo. Stacey wrote the book Food, Sex, and You and is a registered psychotherapist. And Zoltan, well, he is a man about town and a formidable food expert and the sommelier to Toronto and all the leading restaurants around here. And we've had great conversations. If you missed tonight's show or any part of it, go back, listen to it. Because you know what? It's really interesting because it's about you and how you connect with you, how food connects with you, and how it can help your relationship world, your sex life. But most importantly how you feel about you with it. So we're going to continue the conversation a little bit. And Zoltan, you were saying, you know, we were talking earlier about the fact that uh, I put out on social media and asked the question to people about oysters on the first date. Is it too suggestive? You know, we just use, when everybody thinks of sexy food, they go to oysters, right? Is, is, do we all agree on that one? It's like the number one yeah, I've thing that people go to. Yeah, seen pictures on the to. internet of oysters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I put that out today, and a few people wrote in. Um, Frank, for instance, said, uh, if you finish it with white porto and dark chocolate, then you're asking for it. Like, <laughs> so he thinks that's pretty sexy. So then you had a friend who just uh, kind of piped in there. What did he think was the sexiest food out there? <laughs> Oh, my God. Am I allowed? Yeah, of course. Well, I I just got this message, as I I just showed you, ladies. You know, a friend friend, uh, texted me and said, uh, Zoltan, tell the ladies that the most um, aphrodisiac food actually is by far 
whipped cream. It's so simple and also so fattening, which right. is a, <laughs> a little bit uh, in reference to what you were saying earlier about, you know, people Speaking and being... being suggestive and whatnot, you know. <laughs> Well, it is suggestive, right? Mm. When you think of whipping cream, chocolate, honey, oysters. I mean, I think we can think of a lot of different oh, ones. Yeah. But, but right? there's something in it uh, because, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that you had researched that and I'm sure, you know, these, you know, things are in your book too. Some some fats mm -hmm. actually also act as, as, a, as a aphrodisiac. I think fat yeah. is really healthy if you eat the right fat. More unsaturated, uh, Absolutely. You know, for, for example, yeah. fats. Exactly. And, you know, as we said earlier. Amino acids. Uh, amino acids, absolutely. You know, they, they act as, as an aphrodisiac. They certainly, you know, have some, you know, libido increasing value, whatnot. Yeah, I would never say to stay away from fat. Chili no, neither peppers. would I. I like chili peppers. Not interrupt, but chili peppers. I like chili peppers. Oh, yeah. Caliente, right? But, yes. but I think the thing is also that we're we're three of us sitting here who are foodies and, yeah. and we do enjoy our food and we enjoy it on many different levels and we enjoy it from the inside out and from the outside in, right? You know, and, and having enjoyment out of our food. Mm. So once we're talking about food, I think at this point I want to give away our date night out. Every week you know that I pull a name from our email list, and we give away a date night out because we encourage you, whether you're single or you're married, because we have given away lots of date night outs to married, because you should date forever. Everybody should date forever. This is date night out, and this one is for date night in or solo Sunday brunch offered by Cantor's Bakery. And the winner is, who is it, Stacey? Roberto Tercetto. Roberto Tercetto. So, Roberto, we will reach out to you and you will be getting that Cantor's Bakery certificate. And what the intention is here is you should create your own mix and mingle. So, you invite three friends over, have them invite three friends over, and voila, you have a solo Sunday great mix and mingle that you created for yourself. Uh, next week, we'll be giving away Tavern on the Square, Dinner for Two. That's in uh, West Mountain, Montreal. So that's another great date night out. If you want to win it and you're not registered, go to Solo in the City or CherylBesner.com and uh, send us your email address. Remember, I'm always there, 844-744-SOLO if you need anything. And you do get 15 minutes free when you sign up for either of these things as um, I love coaching you and I love supporting you through change. I also wanted to share a couple other things with you. Uh, if you missed it and you're not coming this coming Wednesday night down to CJD, CJD is helping us spread the love and we are going to be recording two shows on Wednesday from the CJD studio and it's a 5 à 8 and we are now sold out but we are going to be announcing the next one and I encourage you, when we put it up on the site or when CJAD announces it on the radio, sign up quickly. We only take in 40 people, and uh, it's going to be a great evening to share the love. And another thing is on July 6th, 
I am going to be hosting Listening for Love and Success. There are two speakers that night, Joan Payment from Intermezzo and Gigi Touflidis. She's an entrepreneur and as well, she started Shea Cora. So this is an evening to find out more about how we listen to each other in love and have successful relationships. So check it out on Eventbrite and come on down. So... Let's kind of finish this off, Stacy and Zoltan. When you go out for your date nights, where and how do you like, like what is the essentials for you to create that romantic feeling, the conversation flowing? How do you approach it? No kids. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I got four kids between the two of us. So definitely no kids. No phones away. That's a very good point. Phones gone. Space that we can enjoy our evening. We go usually to a steakhouse. Have a nice steak and some really good salad and some um, roasted potato. And really enjoy the conversation. We usually get a booth table. And it's just me and and him. Head to head, having that conversation. Yep. What about you, Zoltan? That's an ideal uh, scenario, and that's what I would have said, you know, m- many years ago. But, you know, I do catch myself of doing all kinds of other things that I plan initially. But, yes, I want to go to a restaurant that, you know, I know. You know, I mean the establishment itself, or I have a friend working there, and good food, food that I like, and especially good wines and whatnot, and get a nice little uh, quiet corner table. But I do catch myself, you know, especially lately, you know, of, of being on my phone actually, and I'm not. Sh- I, I, I'm actually, you know. Okay, quite, that's a quite, no-no. Quite, I'm a quite, date quite, coach. You got to yeah. put it away, Zoltan. Yeah, okay. I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm quite sure that that puts me in somewhat of a disadvantage. You know, and uh, also the fact that, you know, perhaps my date not on the same page when it comes to what we eat, when it comes to food or, you know, what we drink, and especially when it comes to how much we drink. Um, um, but again, I'm just uh, I'm just back onto the scene. As, 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 as I said earlier, you know, I had divorced, you know. How long are you divorced, ago, by the way, Zoltan? Three years ago or so. And how many years? Three years Three years ago. Years ago. I was married for about 10 years. And I'm not going to lie about it. You know, these three years uh, were not uh, the easiest, but I'm back on the scene and I'm dating and everything. But I also think that I had to uh, somewhat reschedule, you know, my approach to dating. And and I have learned quite a We're bit. We're going to talk, Zoltan, <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on a couple levels. You know, so I, I just wanted to chime in there, too, because one of the things that uh, I wanted you to think about is when you are going out, whether it's with your partner or your future partner or your first date, think about creating that intimacy. Think about how you're going to connect to each other. And one of the things that I always really encourage people to do is how they sit. And if you can sit shoulder to shoulder, either in a booth or kitty corner on a table where your shoulders connect at the corner or sitting on a counter where at the bar where you can sit shoulder to shoulder, there is a chemistry, there is a connection that happens there. There's an energy that goes between the two of you. 
and it is strong. I want to thank you both so much for joining us tonight and sharing with us your knowledge and your expertise in both your fields. Stacy, thank you so much. People can find you, Stacy Gorlicki. At stacyloveandlife.ca. And uh, Zoltan, how can people find you? I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay, well, well, I can, I I a, can tell. Them. Yeah, 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 yeah the, through you has that. I have a very rustic-looking, uh, you know, website, zsabo.com, but there's a homepage on it. Uh, frankly, it's not much else, but I'm, somehow they can find me. Well, thank you so much, and I, I also want to thank Andrew and, as well, Carmelia Ray for joining me in studio tonight and hosting the Facebook Live event. Next week, the show is Cyber Dating, the perils of cyber dating with Julie Spira and, as well, Philip Morphew from Australia and Bridget Morphew from New York City coming down to studio to be with me. I'm really excited to have them. And as always, I want to thank you for joining us tonight because that's why I'm here, to support you on this journey. We're doing it together. And this week, as always, remember, keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss. Good night from CJAD 800 and Solo in the City. 